This is Monday Morning Meditations number 11 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. Just do it. Welcome back, Rising Man community. This is Jetty Azuma, your creator and host of this podcast. Back to hit you with that Monday morning goodness. Uh, I'm wondering if you guys out there can feel it right now. I've been taking notice. I've been watching the conversations, the dialogues, the world events that have been happening. And I'm wondering if you can feel what I'm feeling. I'm noticing that things are changing. Things are shifting. The conversations that we're having just in this atmosphere around masculinity and manhood are starting to happen in more and more circles and spheres of my life, my personal life. And I'm noticing that this is happening all over the world right now. The dialogue that we're having about our political leaders, the dialogue we're having about our kids, our young men who are falling into deeper states of depression and committing suicide, and for the men that are rising up and stepping into their full power and purpose, all the entrepreneurs, the millennials, the hustle, hustle, hustle movement, all of these conversations about shifting our culture are happening simultaneously, and the energy is rising. So can you feel it? Can you feel the change that's upon us? And are you playing in the game? Or are you sitting on the sidelines still? Question to ask yourself. Are you in the game or are you sitting on the sidelines? Because anyone who's ready to play at the next level, listen up. We've got two amazing opportunities coming up this fall. For you to up-level your game, to raise the standard of what it means to be a man in your own life and in your community. The first opportunity is Elements. This is a three-day wilderness immersion training designed to push you past your physical, mental, and emotional edges so that you can connect to your truth, to your highest purpose, while building lasting brotherhood with a team of men. The follow-up to the Elements program, to the three-day wilderness experience, the follow-up to that is Compass, which is a four-month rites of passage experience that builds off of Elements. It has been created to initiate our men into their greatness, to clear the habits, stories, and behaviors that don't serve us anymore, that keep us playing small, and that prevent us from living into the purpose we came into this life for. So this combination of experiences has been the alchemy of all the learnings, the trainings, the personal development opportunities I've had in my journey in becoming a man. And I've put them all together in an awesome package for you guys. And I'm really excited to be presenting this to, to my Rising Man community, to all the men out there who are ready to say yes, who are ready to get off the sidelines and get in the game. This is an experience like nothing else that you've had before. And this is how we all contribute to rewriting our culture and recreating what it means to be a man in the world today. So apply today. Links are up in the show notes. There's going to be more information rolling out in the weeks to come. Without further ado, our topic for today is resistance, the war within. So in a recent conversation I had with one of my brothers, friends, mentors, John Somerville, a man who's been on this show before, he said something to me that stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> it's, it's pretty frequent that John will say something that stops me in my tracks, but he said, the real measure of a man is how he attacks the one thing he does not want to do. The real measure of a man is how he attacks the one thing he doesn't want to do. 
And we were speaking about this in the context of day to day. What is the one thing that I really don't want to do today? The thing that I'm avoiding, the thing that I will put on my task list, but keep pushing it to the bottom and do all of the easier things first. The, the one thing that slips all the way to the bottom and bring it right to the top of the list, that's how you measure a man. How you, you, you look at a man who wants to take life by the horns, who wants to face off with the resistances he has. And as I was reflecting on this quote that just really jumped out at me, I thought about this book I read a few years back called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And in this book, he's speaking um, in an artistic context when you're talking about writing or creating anything that we all inevitably face resistance. So where does resistance even come from? Why are we resistant to the things that our soul wants for us, that are our deepest desires, you know, the ability to create our own business, to serve the world in, in the way that we want to, to have a family, to create the lifestyle that we want? Why would we ever resist that? And the reality is that no man is immune to his own resistance. That's just the way it is. We, we have resistances that arise from different parts of our humanness. And in this book, which I recommend to everybody, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, there are all types of strategies and tips for rising above our resistances and just daily aphorisms that help us to remember and to relate to the journey of being with resistance. And then leaning into it and saying, I'm going to do what I'm here to do anyway. I'm going to be bigger than my resistances. So let's dig into resistance a little bit more. This, this, what I like to call the war within us, because it's really a very personal journey, the, this resistance and the, the role that our ego and our fears play in keeping us small and keeping us from taking action. So why is there a part of us that seems to sabotage our highest purpose? Why would we be designed and engineered with a part of us that is seems to self-sabotage in the process of becoming who we're meant to be? Well, in my opinion, this is all about survival, protection, and belonging. Because when, we, when it comes to ego and to fear, the stories we create about ourselves, the beliefs that we have about who we are, what we're capable of, how we'll be received by others are the ones, are the same stories that prevent us from taking these leaps. And the so if we look into how ego and fear show up in these conversations, these internal dialogues, one of the stories we have or one of the voices we have is, I don't want to look bad. I don't want to look bad in front of my peers. I don't want to look bad in front of my family, in front of my friends, in front of my clients and colleagues. And this is really just at a base level, the fear of failure. Because everything that we do in our lives is going to end up with a, a, an outcome. There will be an outcome to every action or inaction we take in our lives. And we will be the ones who judge whether it's a success or a failure. And the fear of failure, the fear of not getting the desired outcome is a, a messed up story that somehow we twisted in our minds that failure is bad. Failure equals not belonging. Failure equals not surviving. Failure equals not having a place in our community. Now, in a more primitive sense, failing to, to kill the animal that we're trying to hunt and bring home to our families could result in not surviving. If you have enough of those failures stacked up, eventually you're going to starve to death, right? 
But if you put out your first piece of content and it's not the outcome that you desired, maybe you categorize that as a failure, it doesn't mean that you're going to die. But our ego, our brain, our reptilian side of ourselves interprets that as the same type of death or threat to our survival. And I've said this on other podcasts before when we were talking about the fear of failure and learning how to face our fears. We've got to learn how to overcome this belief that looking bad is going to mean means we're going to die. Okay? We got to we got to remember that the failures that we encounter are opportunities to learn and to grow from. It's information, it's research that helps us on our journey. So Another way that the ego and fear show up in this dialogue of internal resistance is, I don't know what I'm doing. And that equates to, I'm too proud to ask for help. We've talked about this on the podcast. We talked about it over and over and over again. And it comes up in almost every conversation that I have with men is, where are you asking for help? Are you asking for the help that you really need? 99 times out of 100, men are not asking for the help that we need. We're just not doing it. We're too proud to do it. We, we, we still are subscribed to this belief that it makes us look weak. It makes us look inept, incapable. This idea that we're supposed to be able to do it all by ourselves, it just doesn't serve us anymore. We got to let go of that. Being able to ask for help means that we're willing to put our ego, our fears, all of our beliefs on the line for the sake of our mission, for the sake of our vision. It's actually a nice reversal because when you when you ask for help, all of a sudden you're not making it about you anymore. When I'm too proud to ask for help, when I'm too proud to share with people my process and to receive feedback and support, I'm making it about how I look. I'm making it about whether I look good or if people are going to think that I've got it all together. When I say, hey, listen, I don't know what I'm doing. I need some help. Then it's about the mission because none of us can do it all by ourselves. There's nobody in the history of humanity that lived their whole life doing everything by themselves. It just doesn't work that way. So we got to let go of that. Another way that ego and fear show up is this is going to be hard. And this is just comfort seeking behavior. This is a voice in your head that says, oh man, it's going to be really hard to put myself out on the line like that. It's going to be really hard to start a YouTube channel and to get my first thousand views on my video and to get a hundred subscribers, et cetera, et cetera. That voice will shut your mission and your vision down in a second. It's a killer. It's like a silent assassin. This is going to be hard. All that does is remind us of how easy it is to be comfortable. Why would I put myself on the line? Why would I risk my survival, my sense of self, my my self-worth when it can just be comfortable, when it can be easy to just sit back and keep going about life the way things are going? That's the voice. That's literally the process that the voice has, the ego has in trying to direct us away from our future, away from our highest purpose, because things are going to be hard. I don't know who told us at any point that life can be easy and that there's never going to be any challenges. That's not what it's about. It's about learning how to lean in when things get hard. And we've talked about that before, too. So bringing everything together, kind of alchemizing these different messages into one solid message of how we face our resistance. So the other one that I want to talk about before we talk about how we can start to override these safety-seeking behaviors is the vices, the distractions, etc. I like to call it, it's all comfort food right? So whether your vice is to look up headlines for sports, which I tend to do at times, or you uh, go on Facebook and scroll on social media, or you call a friend and just talk about things that aren't really important, whatever your vices or distractions are, 
This is the ego suggesting things to you that are deterring you from your path, from your genuine, authentic purpose. And so we need to learn to recognize when these things are not serving us anymore and they're just getting in the way. It's okay once in a while to schedule in some time to, to clear your mind, to watch a movie on Netflix. All of us do that. Every one of us needs that too. We need to be able to shut down our brain for a little bit so that we can rest, so that we can restore, clear the mechanism for the next time we step up to the table. But when these vices and these distractions become over-consumed, when we lean on them too much, it's then it's comfort food, right? I, I like to use the terminology comfort food because food is good for us. But when we're eating food out of a sense of comfort, when we're overeating or we're eating foods that aren't really good for us or serving our highest purpose, then it's about comfort. So what is the comfort food, quote unquote, that you have in your life right now? What are the vices, the distractions that really aren't serving you or that maybe you're just over-consuming, over-indulging in? Great point of reflection is to know what those things are because then you can take action on those things. So that's how the ego and the fears show up in our heads. So if you hear those voices, there may be some others that I didn't mention, but if you hear those voices, begin to recognize them when you're about to step into action because that's when resistance shows up, is right on the cusp of action. Resistance shows up to try and keep you from taking that step through the door. So back to the top of the episode, the quote that I started with from my man, John, the real measure of a man is how he attacks the one thing he does not want to do. How can we override the safety-seeking comfort programming that's been uploaded into our hard drives? The first step is to prioritize the one thing that moves the needle forward every day. Now, there's a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller, and my man Preston says this all the time. This is one of his big things, is to prioritize the one thing today that's going to move you closer to your mission, to your ultimate objective every single day, and to line that up by days, by weeks, by months, and to keep moving things forward by doing that one thing first before you do anything else. And this reflected right back to what John was saying is that if you don't do that one thing that you least want to do, that you have the most resistance around at the top of your day, it just won't get done. It just won't get done. So you have to prioritize that one thing and get it done right away. Because the farther it moves down the list and the later it gets in the day, the less likely it is you're going to succeed with it. The second step is to share your process out loud with others whom you trust. The resistance, the ego voice, the raw truth is the remedy for overcoming that voice of resistance in your head. I've, sometimes I mention this, it's like the devil on your shoulder that wants to convince you to, to eat, the, eat the candy or to you know, indulge in the ice cream. This voice becomes so small and so insignificant when we share our raw truth with others. So for example, when I call out my buddy and I say, listen, man, today I woke up and I just did not want to get out of bed. The last thing I wanted to do was to open up my email and respond to the 50 emails that I had in relationship to this new program that I'm offering. And I just didn't want to do it. I was afraid. I had all these fears and all these voices come up. And to say that out loud to others whom we trust, who we know are like not going to judge us, who we know are going to say, hey, man, I know I've been there before. In fact, I'm having the same kind of day. It immediately diminishes this voice. It, it, it pulls out the rug from underneath the voice of resistance and the ego and takes away the power that those voices have. But when they live just inside of our heads and in that scary neighborhood that we, sh we shouldn't travel by ourselves called our brain, we can create this reality that doesn't serve us. It becomes a monster. It becomes the truth. 
that to, to get out of bed, to do the one thing we don't want to do is so scary that we might as well just watch another episode of that show on Netflix, you know? So sharing our process out loud with others we trust is huge. And this is why I always advocate for having a circle and a team of men around you, because that's the way that you're going to get what you need in your life. Third step is always connecting back to your vision and what you really want, what you really, 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 really want, because none of us just want to be comfortable. In moments, we want to be comfortable. But at the end of the day, for those of us who are standing around this fire talking about having a mission and a purpose in this world to fulfill, we know that it's not about being comfortable, even though those voices come in at times. So when you can connect back to your vision, to the clarity of that vision, the image you have of your life when you are, have your family, when you have your service, when you're impacting the world in a big way, connecting to that will oftentimes fuel you with everything you need to get your one thing done for that day. And this is an ongoing process. Every time, every day you wake up, this may be a battle. Sometimes the battles are easy. Sometimes the battle's over in a moment. All you have to do is say what your commitment is out loud. Boom, you're on point. Sometimes this battle is gonna take you an hour, maybe a few hours to beat back the voice of resistance. But you gotta do it. You gotta engage with it. So connecting to your vision and what you really want in your life is a great way to do that. Step four is declaring your commitment out loud. I am committed to dot, dot, dot. And, and come up with that commitment statement that's powerful, that's inspiring. When you say it, you feel stronger. And repeat it as many times as you need to. Maybe your commitment is starting your first YouTube channel or applying for that promotion that you've always wanted or finding your life partner. For me, I am committed to teaching men how to identify and unlock and engage with their highest purpose in this life. When I say that to myself, all those voices of what I don't wanna do, of what would be more comfortable, what would be easy, they just start to melt away. They just start to disappear because it rem I'm reminded of why I'm here. I'm reminded of what I'm doing. And sometimes we just need that quick reminder. So the action you can take for this week and part of your own internal battle, the, the, own, the internal resistance, the war within, is for one week, I'm challenging you guys, start your day with the one thing that you don't want to do. Start your day with the one thing you don't want to do that moves the needle forward in your life. The one thing that serves you getting closer to your mission. This could be uh, reaching out to that coach you've always wanted to work with, or it could be um, reading 30 pages of that book that someone recommended to you that changed their life. Whatever it is, it can be, it can be really small, it could be really big, whatever it is, the one thing that you don't want to do, that you have all the resistance in the world, all the reasons in the world not to do right now, but it's but it's the one that moves the needle forward in your life. You're gonna start your day with that one thing for one week. So seven days in a row. Now, here's some things you can ask yourself. What are you resisting the most that you know will make your life better, easier, more effective, both in the short term? and the long-term. Then observe and reflect upon how you feel when you identify the one thing and how you feel upon completing it. So once you figure out what your one thing is for that day, what's that process like? What's it like to get to that point? What, what came up in terms of resistance? And then how do you feel upon completing it? I bet you're gonna feel pretty good, but reflect upon the whole process because remember, it's all about taking notes on our process and, our, and taking research on our experience. Then share your reflections inside the Rising Man Facebook group because we love hearing about that. I love seeing guys who are taking these cues, these action steps, and, and running with them. Uh, make sure you tag me in the comments. Uh, you know, put Jedi Azuma in the comments so that I get notified of your of you taking that action step, and and let us know what that experience is like. Motivate others to take that action with you. Enroll other people. Say, hey, 
for one week, I'm going to do the one thing that I don't want to do in the beginning of my day that's going to move my life forward. Who's with me? And get five other guys on board with you. Bring them into the Rising Man Facebook group and create a challenge for yourselves. This is leadership. Leadership starts by leading ourselves. And then that essence of leadership becomes contagious. And before you know it, people just can't help but follow where you're going because it's it's like wildfire. It just catches and it keeps going and going and going. So if this is hitting you where it counts, right in the heart, right in the soul, I strongly encourage you to apply for Elements and Compass. This will be the next big growth edge for you. It's the power pivot that's going to change your life trajectory forever. I promise you that, guys. So make sure you apply for these programs today. Seats are filling up fast. The links are going to be in the show notes where everything else is, therisingmanpodcast.com. Make sure you comment and leave feedback about these episodes. I want to hear how it's hitting you. What's the biggest insight you take away from each one of these episodes? And make sure you're sharing it with other people because this movement is growing. We just hit 800 rising men in our Rising Man Facebook group this week. So we are clearly starting to multiply. So keep the momentum going, guys. I'm so grateful for everything you guys have done to support us up to this point. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and register with the Rising Man Facebook group. Invite your brothers. Let's keep the numbers rolling. Big ups to Sean Offenbach over at Infinite Melodics at Infinite M-E-L-O-D-I-X. Sean, appreciate you, brother. Always turning out these episodes in the best, most excellent ways. And special shout to my Rising Man power team, Rowan, Mark, Julian. You guys are amazing. You guys are the reason that this movement is starting to really take off. So thank each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.